How do you prevent burnout from happening in the first place? First is with a daily check-in. This is really step one that a lot of us are missing when we consistently burn out. When we are stressed, especially from a psychological danger, we tend to focus all up here and desensitize our bodies. When we lose connection with our bodies, we lose a lot of the data that tells us we are in fight or flight response. And without that knowledge, we can easily slip into a prolonged state that ends in burnout. To counteract that, we've got to build a practice of checking in and knowing how we're feeling, both physically and emotionally. So our first tool is to build a daily practice of checking in. We are going to walk through that now. All right, this is just gonna be a quick little closed eye mindful check-in exercise. We can all do this just in whatever chair you're already seated in. You'll just follow along with my verbal guidance. If at any point anything feels uncomfortable, just ignore me, disengage, you know what feels the most comfortable for you. So I'll have us just start to close our eyes, just relaxing our hands in our lap, wherever we are, maybe just adjusting the body to be comfortable, letting your Posture straighten, your shoulders to roll down the back. And as you're ready, if you haven't already done so, just beginning to close your eyes. With the eyes closed, just spending a moment noticing what it's like to pause and slow down. Just maybe allowing your mind to fully arrive here in the body with you, noticing some of your surroundings, noticing the feeling of the chair underneath you, some of the sounds around you. Maybe even just noticing how the sound of your own breathing is. Turning inwards towards that breath, just checking in with your breathing, noticing how it feels, noticing if your breath feels fast or slow, deep or shallow. Keeping your mouth gently closed, breathing in through the nose, start to take a deep inhale. And a deep exhale. Another deep inhale. And a deep exhale. One last deep inhale. And one last deep exhale. And just letting your breath settle into a natural, comfortable rhythm. I'll ask you to start to shift your awareness from your breath into your body as we just check in with the body and how it's feeling. Just scanning it from head to toe. Starting at the top of the head with the face, the forehead, I'll ask you just to start to tune into the physical sensation of the body. Noticing in the forehead if the eyebrows feel tight and furrowed or if they could relax and soften. Moving down the face, noticing if your eyelids are tight and clenched shut or if they could soften while staying gently closed. Noticing the cheek muscles, if they're tight or if they could release as well. Just pausing to notice the feeling of your breath coming in and out of the nostrils. Maybe noticing the feeling of the air sweeping over the upper lip as you continue to breathe. Noticing in your jaws if there's any tension or clenching there as well. Then continuing to move that focus down over your neck, over the collarbones, to the shoulders and the upper back. 
Just checking in with how the posture feels, noticing if your posture feels tight and hunched upwards, heavy and slouched forward, or relaxed and rolled back, making any small adjustments in the posture that might feel good. Noticing in the arm muscles and the hands, just how the muscles feel, if the muscles feel more tight or at ease. Maybe even just noticing in the fingers, the thumbs, the palms, the gentle beating of your bloodstream, noticing the speed. Then shifting your awareness up to the chest, checking in with your chest muscles, noticing if your chest muscles feel tight and heavy or uplifted and light. Noticing as you breathe, if your chest moves easily up and down or if it feels constricted around the breath at all. Maybe even just sending a deep breath into the chest, feeling the lungs puff upwards with air, then releasing, noticing what that's like. And then shifting your awareness down to the stomach now and just noticing if your abdomen muscles feel tight and flexed or if they are released and at ease. Again, noticing as you breathe, if the stomach muscles move easily with the breath, or if they feel heavy or tight around the breathing at all. On your next inhale, maybe sending a deep breath into the stomach, feeling the walls of the stomach expand. Another deep exhale, feeling the stomach release. Just checking in with the hips, the legs, feet, noticing once again if the muscles there feel more tight or at ease. Then starting to just let go of any focus on a specific body part. Maybe just reflecting on what you noticed, reflecting on areas of tension that maybe you didn't notice before. Just checking in. And then I'll ask you to start to shift your awareness from your body and just start to turn inward even more as we just start to tune in to any emotions we might be feeling. I'll ask you just to ask yourself how you're feeling. And just notice what comes up. Whether it's a word or a phrase that comes up, maybe you try on a few different words or phrases and just see what feels the most true, what feels the most representative of where you are right now. Noticing if you feel tense or stressed or peaceful and at ease, eager, excited, or something else. And spending one more moment there, I'll ask you to start to come back into your breathing, noticing your breath once again. And taking one more big inhale, one more big exhale, I'm just starting to notice some of your surroundings again. Noticing the feeling of the chair underneath you. Some of the sounds around you and the soft light filtering through your eyelids. As you're ready, keeping your gaze downward and soft. And just begin to gently flutter the eyelids open, coming back into the space you're in. Welcome back. 
Hopefully that was a moment where you could check in to feel your body and emotions. So how do we put that into daily consistent practice? Knowing that new habits are hard, try adding this into a habit or routine that you're already used to. Neuroscience shows that with any new habit, it's easier for our brains to learn something attached to a familiar routine versus learning something brand new. One example of a daily routine we can work this into is our morning caffeine routine. Almost all of us have some morning routine where we spend a few minutes making coffee or tea, which are a few passive moments where we can close our eyes and practice this check-in. Or maybe you do this during the in-between time between meetings and calls when ordinarily you might otherwise just be trying to rush and check a text that you open and then forget to respond to anyways. The key here is making time and a habit to check in and notice how our bodies feel so we can flag a fight or flight response before it perpetuates for weeks into burnout. Second tip here is to create what we call a stress strategy matrix. Next, what do we do when we notice we're in fight or flight? We talked about the different ways we can try to turn off that fight or flight response, but what if our first try doesn't work? Well, that can happen because not all tools will work the same for us across all the different situations we face in life. Different tools will work differently for us based on where we are. So it's important to have a varied toolbox available. This is where we offer creating a stress strategy matrix. Creating a matrix like you see here to account for the different stresses you face, especially depending on the amount of time you have in that moment and having a strategy to adapt to each situation. So as you see on this matrix, along one axis is gonna be how much time you have. Sometimes you just have a few seconds or a few minutes to take care of a stress, whereas sometimes you have a little bit more flexibility. On the other axis is your intensity of stress, whether you are just moderately stressed or if you're completely overwhelmed. Go ahead and try creating your own matrix now, filling out each situation with what tool you feel like will be the most reliable for you and helping turn off your own fight or flight response. For example, for me, when I am tighter on time and just moderately stressed, breath work is a really reliable tool for me, especially those extended exhales that we talked about. When I'm more flexible on time, and just moderately stressed, physical activity or exercise is great for me, whether that's jumping on the bike for a few minutes or taking a walk outside. When I'm really stressed and tight on time, breath work still works well for me, so you can put more than one repeat of a tool if that applies to you, but also human connection works really well here. If my husband happens to be working from home or around that day, I'll just go and grab a nice hug to help my nervous system ground, or maybe I text and call a friend really quickly just to vent it out for a little bit. When I'm more flexible on time and really stressed, Two things that are big tools for me. One is body work on massages. I will never say no to really any massage. Um, I'm the type of person that you see in the airport that gets those chair massages where everyone apparently thinks that's super weird. I love it because I will get a massage anywhere I can because that for me really helps work out tension in my body that develops from being in fight or flight. Another big tool for me here is just playfulness and creativity, especially getting out into my garden and just being able to be present with nature. After you've created this matrix, try to place it somewhere where you can really visibly see it. 
on a post-it, on your desk, workstation, or even having it on your mirror. I know that none of us want another reminder post-it to have to remember, but this is important because it serves as a visual aid that enables behavior and habit change. I get that most of us just want a silver bullet answer to our stress, but most of us have built our stress habits over years of our lives. So we're gonna need a consistent, small way to relearn and rebuild those habits. We can start by using something like this stress strategy matrix to remind ourselves of the different tools we have to respond to stress instead of our status quo. And as we get accustomed to doing so, and as our brain relearns healthier responses to stress, we become less dependent on the visual reminder. I'll ask you again to pause and spend just a few minutes determining when you can create a daily check-in practice and maybe take a stab at your own stress strategy matrix to begin practicing change.